Hey guys, welcome back to the Faithful Findings Podcast. It's your girl, Ori. Or Oriel. Y'all know I change up my intro every time I'm here. Um, as you already know, on this podcast, we keep it real honest and transparent. And like I always say, wherever you are, at this coffee shop, gas station, y'all talk to me. I need to think of new places, but that's neither here nor there. Um, this season of the podcast, I feel like we've had a theme I didn't realize how much community played a role in what the Lord is doing and has done and will do in my life. Um, But yeah, I just feel like my community has just blessed me in ways that I feel like only the Lord could do through them and through my relationship with them. And I was like, what better way to, you know, have like a big, I don't know. I don't know what word I'm looking for. Y'all fill it in. A big like way of seeing how the Lord does this not only in my life, but in my community life well then bringing on my community so today y'all if you heard a little laugh um we have two of my sisters Danaea aka Naya and Larissa aka Dr. L aka Laris on the podcast today can everybody give them a warm welcome y'all hear my claps <laughs> <laughs> Welcome, you guys. Welcome, ladies. Thank you for coming. Thanks for having us. Yes, thank you for having us. I can't wait to hear like the gems they drop. And I know and I'm hoping that I'm not alone on like community, the Lord using community and everything in all of our lives. So y'all, y'all about to be Y'all about to get all the goods today, okay? Because these women are wisdom filled. And we were, we're going to expand more about these entrepreneurs slash creative slash podcast hosts, all of the slashes um, a little later in the podcast. Um, so make sure y'all stick around and hear all of the commas, all the um, initials after their names, all everything they got going on. Um, but yeah, you ladies want to have anything before we start? Yep. officially just excited to be here excited to be on the podcast honored to be on the podcast and ready to chop it up yeah and proud of you for doing it mm-hmm. we have no idea what Yay. we're about to see by the way so this is very I much no <laughs> i know a little insider you guys we have like i hope y'all okay with me sharing this but we have check-ins every week and we always would joke and say like one day we're gonna have a podcast or something with our check-ins so basically we're more focused on one topic during this podcast but this is what our check-ins look like y'all so welcome (laughs) very true welcome getting the the inside (laughs) but yes yeah yes yes so anyway I want to start. Today's theme is community, of course, like I mentioned. And I want to ask you ladies, maybe Omnia, if you want to tackle this one first, what are two things that you've learned about community so far this year? That is a really good question. Um, And I feel like this year has been like one for the books. There's been so much that's happened. So uh, the specific focus on this year, I think, is like really key. Um, And I would say two things that I've learned about community specifically my community, because I do think that I'm surrounded by a very special group of people. Like, I'm not sure if other people are as blessed with community the way I've been in my life. Um, So I'm going to keep this very specific to my community. Um, One thing I have learned is that, like, just the importance of people 
how do I say this? Like the importance of people loving on you, even in ways that you don't mm. think you deserve to be loved. So like my community yeah. specifically, they, they're like intrusive in the best ways. Like they will go mm. above and beyond even, and of course you two are involved in this, um, even in ways that like there are times where I don't want to ask for something or I don't, I feel like mm. I don't want to inconvenience or whatever the case may be. And before I can even like get the words out or think the thing, they're already like two steps ahead of me because they've taken the time to like learn me and learn that, okay, Naya is probably going to not do this thing, even though she wants it, we're just going to do it anyway. Mm. So that is something that I've learned and it's, it's really expanded just how I feel like even God sees me. So that's one thing is like my community loves on Mm. me, even in ways that I don't think that I deserve to be loved on. Um, And then the second thing that I feel like I've learned this year, which is kind of the, not the opposite, but kind of on the other side of the spectrum is that just being in community can hurt. Like the people in your community can Mm -hmm. hurt you and they don't mean to, but it still sucks. Yeah. Like it sucks. Yeah. Um, And you just have to navigate that. So I think I've experienced both sides of that spectrum this year. Um, And those, those are two things that I'm like taking with me going forward. I love that. When you were saying like, you feel like, your friends sometimes love you in ways that you don't feel like you need to be loved in. I was like, that's how God be loving us. Yep. He be loving us in ways we be like, so I'm like, all right, Christ, show up in the friendships. Yes. Okay. I always say that. Okay. God has yeah. shown up. Like, I know God shows his love to me through the people he's given me. And that's why I made that caveat or said that caveat of like, this is specific to my community because I mean, it's a complete story for another day of like my upbringing and stuff like that. So people really have a strong effect on me. And I mean, God knew that. And so he surrounded me with people who were going to, he was going to use them to show his love to me. So, yeah. That's really good. I guess the same question back to you, Loris, because you're over the pond. Why do people say the pond when it's not? It's like a whole ocean. I just thought about that. It really is a whole ocean. (laughs) But whatever. Um, So, yes. What are two two things you learned? Yeah. So for those listening, um, at the time of recording this podcast, I'm in London. And I'm in the UK, in London now. Yes. Um, And so it's been quite the transition having us all Mm. initially in the dmv area bumping from Mm -hmm. one brunch spot to another serving together in church to oriel current at the time of this recording because who knows where we'll be five ten years from now oriel is in atlanta i'm in london nea's in the dmv and who knows again where we're going to be in the next couple of years. Um, And I think even that, I'm just going to even pause and thank God because it's not all the time that when you have such shifts and transitions that you're able to remain friends. Not that anything has gone wrong, but seasons change. And as we're having this conversation, your question was two things I've learned about friendship this year. The first is that... um, Friendship is an anointing. And I'll kind of talk a bit more about that. And the second thing is the importance of seasons. And so... Ooh. um oh my. 
Wow. <laughs> Sorry, y'all. She, she snatched the edges over. <laughs> no, so for the first thing, right, I, I think of, I, I mean, God has just had me in Jeremiah, okay, like studying Jeremiah's life. And from the moment, from the beginning of that book, God starts by telling him, hey, I knew you from before you were in your mother's womb. I anointed you to be right. a prophet to the nations. And we think that sometimes right. when God anoints people, he's only anointing like the super saved, the holiest of holiest, whatever, whatever. No. When you realize that every single detail of your life is already predetermined by God, you move different. You mo literally mm. will approach life very differently. And so yeah. I believe that for my friends, I truly believe I'm anointed to be their friends. And for the friends mm. who, I, I think it's interesting, right? Because over the years, like there are people who you can tell want to be your friend, but in your heart, you know, you have no business being that person's friend because you're not anointed for it. You're just not. And it's yeah. okay. And it's just like, please don't be mad if you're the person listening and maybe like there's a friendship you wanted to happen so badly and it didn't. You know what? That was probably God protecting you because that person probably was not anointed or ordained to be your friend. And Nea's talking about loving people through this and through that. I'll be honest, if I'm doing something for her, it's not because I'm like, oh, let me be pitiful towards her and do X, Y, and Z for her. I'm not thinking about it that way. I'm literally like, oh, that's my girl. Let's do this, that, and the next, and then some. And she receives it however she does because I'm anointed for that. I can go for a week or a month without speaking to Ori. And the second we get on the phone, we're chopping it up like we spoke yesterday because we're anointed for that. So I, I think just that understanding has helped me so much. And coupled with that okay. is, thanks, girl. <laughs> coupled with that is um, the second point, which is just understanding seasons. I'm so grateful because I think one of the gifts God has given me is to be able to discern seasons. You know, people, people, prophecy shows up for different people in different ways. And for me, one of the things that I'm learning is that you can literally just be aware of the season of life that you're in or someone else is in. And um, Genesis 8.22 says, while the earth remains, seed time and harvest, cold and heat, winter and summer and day and night, they shall not cease. And for me, I had to learn what it looked like this year to have someone who was very close to me, who now with seasons shifting, like we're not that close anymore. But the thing for yeah. me that is my consolation is that this person I know still believes in God. And this person is in mm -hmm. pursuit of their relationship with God. It looks probably 100% different from what my walk looks like. But my thing is right. like, let's keep the main thing, the main thing. Are you about Jesus? Yes. Okay, cool. Then I still love you. I'm still rooting for you. I'm still praying for you. We don't have to talk next year or ever again. Let's be honest, right? Like, and that's fine. And it's just understanding seasons. I have friends who are now married, who are mommies. And it's just like, hey, I probably am not going to talk to you for the next like three months while you figure this breastfeeding thing out. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, when you're ready, I'm here. And we keep it pushing. Yeah. We literally keep it pushing. Yeah. Yes. Y'all, I've been I've been blown away the smoke that I've been emitting from the words that Larissa have been speaking. <laughs> I'm just y'all like Naya is nodding with me, so I know I ain't alone. Wow. <laughs> 
Yeah, yeah. Um, everything she said, everything Naya said, <laughs> the wisdom is just dropping. I don't even really have much to add, you know. I did want to say when um, Larissa, when you was talking, I feel like a scripture that is repeated a lot in romantic relationship is... You know, the Hebrew scripture, run the race. You need to find somebody that's running the same race as you. But I feel like that's the same thing for friendship. 100%. Like, like you said, we're all like the Lord anointed us when we were born. Like he knew every hair on our head. Like he knew the same thing for our friendships. And he knew people who will align and run the same race as us. Mm-hmm. And that doesn't just ro- uh, like apply to romantic relationships. It's our friendships as well. Um, and one thing that you guys kind of touched on, which I kind of want to lean into a little bit more because I feel like a lot of people don't talk about it, is letting go of friendships. One thing I've been noticing, I guess, just to tie me in is grieving and friendships is a recurrent and constant thing and not always like cutting friendships completely and grieving it. Sometimes grieving what used to be in your friendships and how that's changing. Um, so I think... A lot of people don't lean into the hard times. So I don't know if you guys can just expand expound upon what you guys learned from just letting go of friendships and what you can like share with people on how to navigate that. Yeah. Um, Anybody. For sure. <laughs> so that's actually been, girl, the spirit is one. Okay. That is actually something that I've kind of been navigating because um, kind of what both Lars and I touched on. Uh, there are people yeah. in our lives that we just don't, the friendship is, for lack of better words, dead. There are other relationships yeah. where the shift has hit me harder than I would have liked it to. Not, and I think one of the hardest parts is nobody's wrong. It's really easy mm. to, when somebody wronged you, that you feel vindicated, you feel justified in in disliking them or whatever. It's different mm-hmm. when no one's done something wrong, but you're still hurt because something has shifted. Mm-hmm. Um, and so for me, I'll say that uh, just having like a safe space to let it all out has been helpful. Like yeah. you never want to talk about someone else to, to, to like to another friend who might know them. You never want to muddy the waters and stuff like that. It's not worth it. Especially again, because people can't help how their lives have changed. Right. Right. But you do need a safe space to let it out. And that for me is my life coach. I'd be going in because I need to let it out, holding it in and trying to sugarcoat and all that. It's not helpful for me. So that's been a really great, um, just resource for me to navigate that specifically those friendships where I'm grieving that shift. I'm grieving that this is probably not going to go back to the way it was. I'm grieving that. Like, I feel like um, we didn't get everything that we needed to get out of the friendship before it shifted. There's so many layers to it. Um, but just having that space to like actually let it out has been mm. life changing for me. Yeah, that's so, so good. good. Yeah, I completely agree. Just having like safe spaces to process in a healthy way are like um, safe spaces are everything, honestly, just everything. And I think yeah. for me, <laughs> when it comes to letting go of friendships, one thing that I've also had to accept is that sometimes I am the villain in someone else's story. Like, Maybe someone isn't friends with me anymore because I hurt them or my lifestyle wasn't 
maybe pulling them closer to God. And this is to say, like, I'm Christian, I'm saved, but I'm not perfect. And like, maybe something in my lifestyle just was not helpful to where for where that person was in in that period of time. And so Mm. letting go for me has looked like I'm not going to get to say sorry in person and getting to accept that. It's looked like I'm not going to be able to have quote unquote like closure conversations and like figure out all of the reasons why, because these are even hypothetical, right? And it's just accepting that I'm not gonna I'm not gonna have all the answers, at least not on this side of eternity. Yeah. Um and then also I think prayer has helped me just praying. God, like, you see what this person, not praying, like, God, you see what this person has done to me? They've hurt me and this and that. But God, like, I'm recognizing that I feel hurt by this thing. And it's obviously an Mm -hmm. indicator that there was love here. So please heal my hurt, number one. And number two, wherever they are, please take care of them, love on them. I actually am entrusting this person to you and I can rest. Like, I can literally sleep at night knowing, like, this person is now in your care. I remember not to bring in relationships, but like I remember needing to pray that over an ex one time. And I can't Ooh. lie, like that gave me so much peace just because I was like, I genuinely had love for this person and I had to let it go because I just could not yeah. go. It was over. Okay. It was over. And so yeah. I just had to entrust that person to God. And I think that has taught me as time and and I don't I the hope is never to lose a friend or someone you love in general but like entrusting that person to God I think through prayer is one thing that has helped me yeah I love that I love that ladies and even as you both was talking I was just thinking about the importance of making each day count um and not to sound like oh my gosh I don't know even when people say this is about like if someone actually dies or something like you want to spend more time with them but even like when letting go with friendships and like a smaller level is making each day count in my friendships like how am I showing up even when I don't feel like it how am I loving on my friends um which I feel like is hard because we all go through life things but I don't want to look back when seasons do shift or if a relationship ends like Looking back and being like, wow, was I a good friend to them? Like adding on to what you were saying, Larissa, did I hurt them? What do I need to pray about? Do I need to go to my life coach, Nia, like you said, and talk to them? Even though if y'all don't have, if y'all have a therapist and a life coach, very important, very important things. But yeah, just showing up on how am I showing up? How am I making each day count? So yes. And and sorry, Ori, I realized I didn't say a word I wanted to say, but the thing with also identifying the the area where you may have hurt someone or done something wrong is also repenting to God and repentance mm-hmm. is always like a you and God conversation it's actually not not so much with that person right so even if mm-hmm. you're not able to communicate with them that I think that element is still important because we are on this process we may be saved and be Christian for like twenty years or whatever but we are walking out our salvation daily so it's like as the things yeah. come up could have been pride it could have been unforgiveness whatever as it comes up just yeah. like god i repent please <laughs> that's so good that's so good and i love in our friendship you know putting a little insider thing we instilled this kind of like early well not early on i feel well a little bit early on of how 
like since we're able to communicate with one another, I know you mentioned if you're not to pray, but since we're able to communicate, communicate with one another, we're always quick to apologize and quick to say like, Hey, if you, you said this and it made me feel this type of way um, and not always amongst the whole group. Sometimes this is a one-on-one conversation. Sometimes it is amongst the group to get other people's input. Yeah. Um, and, and, but I feel like that's how we keep a clean sleep. Yeah, I agree. And I feel like mm-hmm. most of the time it's one-on-one and um, mm-hmm. in fact, the offense will come. Like, I can't remember how many times I've said something to you, Ori, which kind of was, it went away that wasn't really intended or regardless of what I said was hurtful. And it's just like, mm-hmm. re, it's like, girl, listen, before this thing even sets, let, let's just talk about it right now. Right this minute, yeah. let's just have yeah. our little one-on-one and catch up. You're free. Yeah. <laughs> And I I don't know how much Nea wants to tap into this, but I kind of like, not kind of, I, I feel a lot of similarities with her as far as I feel like she's more empath- empathetic. I don't know if that's the word on like people and feeling like how people feel. I don't, mm-hmm. Nea, can you dress it up? <laughs> yeah. Please. <laughs> you you were not, right on I'm the not, money. Please girl. dress it up. You were right on the money. <laughs> yeah. We are very similar in that we are empaths. Um, so like when... I'm going to just say we, when we feel like we have hurt somebody, it's like, we can feel it. And we're like running to apologize. Like, Hey, mm." because I I know how that could feel on the receiving end. And I don't want you to feel that way. I wouldn't like nip this in the butt. I'm sorry. I apologize. And I feel like even, I think everyone in like our, like on this call specifically on this recording, is actually pretty empathetic. Larissa is an empath as well. Um, we just, we yes. feel. And um, so I think that is a blessing because it does push us to be quick to apologize, to be quick to, yes. to seek understanding and seek what the other person may be dealing with or going through or whatever, and to kind of seek to reconcile and not like let things linger or fester. Um, and I also think it, I do believe it comes from the Holy Spirit um, that there there are times that I've, you know, done something and I, I feel vindicated. I feel justified. Da, 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 da. Two seconds later, the Holy Spirit's like, girl, go apologize. So even when it's not even in my own, my own natural empathetic nature that God has given me, the Holy Spirit's going to come in and do something. And I will, I will have to you know, turn tail and and go back. So it's definitely a mixture, but I think we're actually all pretty empathetic when it comes to our like close and intimate relationships. And I specify that because I don't don't know if I should put this on the podcast, but at some point, all three of us had the same life coach. And so I know that we've had that. Mm -hmm. We talked about temperaments and things like that. And I know that like Larissa and I share a specific temperament that that plays into that. Like there's something innately in us that God has created that makes it so that when when it comes specifically to intimate relationships, not your, your boss or the person you went to college with, but like those intimate relationships that you do act differently. You will, you are quick to apologize. You are quick to try to reconcile. You genuinely care about sustaining that relationship in a healthy way. And I'm like, okay, I, I can live with that. I can rock with that. Like when it comes to my people, 
I'm I I'm okay with feeling how you feel because if that if that pushes me to make sure that I'm doing my part, like you're saying, how do I show up? If that pushes me to show up as the best possible friend, sister that I can, cool. Yeah. And I just love how yes, we're similar in a lot of ways, but we are so different, y'all. Larissa is the extroverted girl. Um, I feel like I'm a little bit more introverted than Nea, but Nea is introverted as well. <laughs> but we're so different. And I feel like we have not that we're forced, but we're encouraged through our community group to love on one another through those differences. And when those differences hurt, we express it, okay? Because sometimes they do be hurting. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I will add, I can add really quickly. I feel like specifically for our friend group. Um, maybe I can expand it to just like, as Larissa was saying, the community members that you've been anointed to, they, all of them like serve a purpose to like either prepare you for someone else that you will meet or prepare you for your spouse or prepare you for yeah. the, the, the the personality trait that's going to appear in one of your children. Like it all works out. So even though we're so different, like I have seen how, like I've shown up in ways with other people where I'm like, ah, I can recall that, oh, like this is a trait that I've seen in one of my really good friends and I know how to like, not handle it because it's not bad, but I know how to navigate it because mm-hmm. I've experienced this before. Like I've experienced someone who's different from me in this capacity. So now I know how to tackle this situation real easy. That's so good. Mm-hmm. Y'all, I told y'all I was going to bring, I told y'all yeah. I was going to bring the wisdom. <clears throat> um, Ori, not to yes, route your your guidance here but no in, girl in classic check-in girl. fashion <laughs> something <laughs> something has come to mind and Please. as we're talking i'm also thinking about people who are essentially in unhealthy friendships and maybe it could be helpful to even talk about what those tend to look like, like how do you even identify if, if a friendship is unhealthy number one and then number two how do you navigate through unhealthy friendships? Because I feel like what we're talking about doesn't apply to every friend. It's not every single friend who you need to be reconciling with. And this and you know what I mean? So just to, just to make That's it clear, because so we don't need to be keeping people in bondage and in any degree of toxicity. Girl, and you're actually not rerouting because my next question was going to be like, how does your friendships different from when you were saved? So I feel like that's kind of that's kind of the same thing. So, yeah, y'all, I'm just adding on to what Larissa said, like my friendships from before I was saved, not even just God being in it, the way I operated was unhealthy. So I'll just call that what it is. I feel like I don't know if everybody listening can relate to this. I always have been surrounded by a group of women. The Lord has blessed me in that way in my friendships, but I haven't been as intentional one on a one-on-one basis with each and every one of them. So I will call everybody my friend in the group, but then I will see them once a month and I'll be like, Hey friend. And I feel like when you're being intentional one-on-one and communicating with them more often than when y'all do meet, maybe that once a year or once a month thing, it's different. But back then, I wasn't doing that. And I felt like I built very habits of building friendships with unhealthy people because I wasn't having that one-on-one thing. And I didn't really even know who they were. And people change more often than you think. So I'm calling this person my friend. And who they probably not even supposed to be in my life no more. I'm letting them in access into my life and calling them my friend. When are they really my friend? Um, so I think after being saved, I learned what how to be more intentional and 
I don't want to say picking my friends, but it's, it's a picking thing. The Lord, I feel like, picks them. Um, and who has accessibility in my life? Because I feel like a friend is such a big word to me. I'm not going to just be calling everybody my friend, okay? Brother and sister in Christ, love you. Um, but I don't like that. Sorry, I'm going to take that back. Um, <laughs> um, not that I don't like the brother and sister in Christ. I'm sorry, y'all. <laughs> not that I don't like that. I feel like it's just been nah, I, such... Sorry, girl. I, I have to close time. The... I don't like it. Please. Because that's how you guys are Please. blocking people from finding their future spouses, Ooh. okay? Nah, I don't like it. Everybody is a brother and sister. <laughs> Everybody's brother and sister. You you better if, you better like, receive that mercy chino anointing and realize when the brother ooh. has shifted from being. <laughs> okay, I'm girl, done. but no, I'm 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 done too. I just wanted to like just answer your question, Larissa. I feel like just for me, I was being unhealthy in the way I wasn't being intentional about allowing certain people access in my life. Um, that is just me. Yeah. Naya. Yeah. Um, and I, I think that's the word, right? Intentional. Um, like I think it's twofold. Being intentional and being led by the Holy Spirit. Like Yeah. I, I similarly to you, um, just I wasn't healthy. So of course I wasn't attracting healthy people into my circles. Um, it you know, you you, you yes. really there really is a, like an outward showing of like what's going on on the inside like I don't a hundred percent agree with the show me your friends I'll show you who you are type of thing because again it depends on how you define friendship all that good stuff so but I think the biggest thing is that intentionality piece like intentionally choosing that you are going to get healthy you are going to grow you're going to learn more about yourself you're going to learn your likes and dislikes you're going to learn your values you're going to learn what's important to you and then you're going to navigate your life according to that but you can't you can't have any direction if you don't know who you are. And so I think that's like first step for people like, and, and for anybody who is currently ex- ha- like experiencing those quote unquote, like unhealthy friendships, it, we've all gone through it. Everybody's going to go through it. Yeah. Everybody's going to go through it. Um, but it's, yeah. it's all, it, again, if you're intentional, you will use it to grow. You will, learn from those friendships when those friendships end or something crazy happens or whatever you will learn from it and make a conscious decision of okay what do I need to do to make sure that this doesn't happen again what was my role in this so that again I don't um I don't attract that like into my life and so yeah. and that was the, was the biggest thing for me like on one on like the what's in your sphere of control part and then on the other side is the Holy Spirit I know when left to my own devices, I'm about to jack some stuff up. Pick a pick a topic, pick a realm. If it's Danea on her own, yes. it's going to go left because I'm flawed. I'm sinful. Sin is enticing. Sometimes toxicity, depending on how it looks, can be enticing. We are broken. It's just what it is. But it's the power of the Holy Spirit that, like, sometimes we'll say, kind of like what Larissa was speaking to earlier, this person's not supposed to be your friend. And that's all right. That's okay, but without yeah. that guidance, without that 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 leading and that functioning, you just kind of out here leaning on your own understanding, doing your own thing. So for me, it is twofold. The Holy Spirit has to be there, and that's what helped my friendships to look differently. Even the way I prayed up over my friendship, there are prayers I said before I moved to Maryland that I would not have prayed on my own. 
I didn't know to pray for that. And then because it was the Holy Spirit, then God then manifested the, the group. I didn't come up with this stuff on my own. So I think that that's, those are the two things I would say. It's really not, it's partly you. Yes. Be intentional, like seek to get healthy, seek, you, do better. <laughs> if you want, you know, better do better, but also you got to get, yeah. the, you got to surrender to the Holy spirit so that he can really like align all that stuff. Cause if you're like me, flawed human, you got to jack it up if, if you're by yourself. Unhealthy attracts unhealthy. Facts. And I think for me, there are a few things that I kind of, that come to mind when I'm kind of assessing like, is this healthy or unhealthy? I think this can apply to relationships, friendships, family relationships too. Um, So a few of the things that come to mind are um, observing. I think we learn a lot just by observing people. How do these, how does this person handle conflict? Are they the first ones to be like in my face, yelling and screaming if I do something or if they have an issue with someone else? Because best believe that would be me in like two seconds, right? Because I I know I'm not perfect. Um, Do they, how do they handle my information or even my heart? Like, is this someone who is prone to betray me? I remember I had a friend who knew Mm -hmm. I liked the guy. And like, we're in college. This girl, she was like, at my place, but really there for him. Okay. So betrayal is definitely oh. one girl to yeah. reciprocity. What does it look like in your friendship? Is it always like one way we talk about pe- we, there are a lot of people who are givers and that's a blessing. Mm-hmm. And you should never stop being a giver because other people take advantage of you. It actually just means that you need to redirect who you're sharing that with right it's not that you're giving because you want to receive but in your friendships they should be reciprocal so you if you're a giver you should be extra careful and if if you need to keep a small circle keep a small circle you don't need a lot of friends in life you really don't you need to be kind to everybody who the lord puts in your life but like you don't need a lot of friends um are they also reliable (laughs) i remember we planned one of our friends like proposals in what two three hours like as in we woke up in the morning (laughs) but three hours later there was a pro everybody who needed to be there was there all the decor the food can i and my girls are reliable like i know that if i'm like y'all please handle it they will like they will take it and run with it so that's important for me and then is this someone who yeah. I can be like vulnerable with? Like if I share my information with you, are you going to take it and like go tell the whole world or take it and use it against me? I'm not about that anymore. So those are a few things. And of course, at the end of the day, is this person, you is, is this person, especially if you're Christian, bringing you closer to Christ? And I think in assessing all of these things, there'll just be a few, you know, guide rails to just, Assess your friendships. See how you're doing. See how you are as a friend. And if you mm-hmm. hurt anyone, just go say sorry. You know, it, like that's yes. not complicated. Just say sorry. Yes, and be the first one. Be the first one. Um, thank you, ladies. I was just bless <laughs> in the pocket, <laughs> y'all. I think I do want to say, um, just as we like just close I can recognize even just from my own experience this past year of moving to a new city that as we like evolve and the Lord changes like 
takes us to London or takes us to a new job or takes us to a new church, developing and creating community can look different. Um, And I know there are some seasons, maybe the Lord just wants you to like commune only with him and then he brings the community. But then there are some seasons where the Lord is like, get out there. You, you need community in your life. Like my blessings come from that community aspect. So do you guys have any like practical tips? If there are any, I know we mentioned a little bit um, of how to identify these people, but any practical tips on finding community friendships, developing them? I don't know. Ladies, y'all have any any tips? Oh me, ah, oh me, Larissa. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, you know, it's a good question. Like, is it? So, Ari, hold on. Sorry, before I answer, just to yes. understand the question: Is it asking? Yes. How do we know whether it's a season of maybe more isolation than forming friendships, or is it if we know that it's a season to form friendships, how do we cultivate them? Do you want to answer both of them? Because I like both of those questions. <laughs> okay. I was talking about the second one, but I like the first question as well. If you don't mind, sorry. Well, yeah. Um, I think the first one, it's... Sorry, guys. I'm pretty direct. It's a straightforward answer. You need to discern. You need to be discerning of the times. There, there, and you, you, And until you get to a place of acceptance, you'll be forcing something that's not meant to happen. And God is not going to change his will because, you know, you're like emotional he's not like that he that's just not his heart so if it's a season of isolation the sooner you accept it for what it is the better for you i'll use myself as an example in the beginning i was like oh my god london i've made one friend since moving to one right because i've been in a season of isolation and it's like, just accept it. And then you're not looking for friends because then you also need to be careful because otherwise you end up, I almost became friends with someone. And let me tell you, like the Lord was quick to show me like the spirits, the demonic spirits that person was carrying. And that's the thing we want. Yes, that's the thing we're wanting to force things when there it's not the season. So be very careful about that. Like we can talk and joke and be emotional, but like, there are deeper things happening like in the spiritual realm like let's not be mm-hmm. let's not be ignorant you know so that's the first part discern pray read your bible because everything you need to know is in the bible and as you sp- yes. spend time with god and he'll tell you like i think sometimes we make things more i make things more complicated than they need to be and maybe i'm just projecting here and it's just a me thing but i dare say that there are other people like me out here in this world yes that's the first part yes Sorry, got yes. me in my feelings. <laughs> no, and I want to no, tap into that because I feel like, um, and it's not you guys, but I feel like when I moved here and I didn't have friends, it was very looked down upon that I was by myself. But I feel like the Lord was calling me to time with him. And I do want to say isolation and not spending time with God is isolation that I feel like he isn't calling us to. But I feel like if you're isolated and you're with God and you're spending time with him, whatever that may look like, is time well spent like the lord may be using that season for that and you everything larissa said sometimes you don't even have enough time when you're in a season of isolation the lord trying to speak to you yes. like, dang, how am i gonna get through all like wait okay i let me stay up a little yes. bit more because 
And you will know. Yes. Be discerning. Discernment is a gift. And the Holy Spirit, he wants to give it. You don't have to beg for it. He wants to give you the gift of discernment. He wants it, like, because he knows how much we need it. Because on our own, listen, yes. y'all, don't listen to anything we're saying and be like, oh my God, they have it all figured out. We don't. Best believe without God. But hotmess.com, okay? Hot mess express. So don't even get it twisted. So that's the first part. And then I would say in terms of forging friendship or forming them, I don't know, like go to brunch. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that's true. May, put If you need to schedule a call or schedule like a catch up, that's something that I find is really helpful because life gets busy, right? So schedule a day, put it, literally put it on your Google, ca- on your calendar, whatever calendar you use schedule time it make it be intentional about it just and and keep the if guys are listening keep the same energy with girls and listen we'll come back and thank us later when when you end up getting brownie points you know what i mean like put a calendar invitation yes. out there um what else i would say those are a few and then be honest kind of the things we talked about being healthy versus unhealthy try and apply those learn take what you've learned and apply them like to your future friendships and I'd say that's it and then just accept where people are like in life you know just because mm. someone is busy and they're dealing with something doesn't mean they hate you they probably don't they're just probably really struggling maybe just pray for them and and that's why yes. having that intimacy with God is good because in the spiritual realm he'll reveal to you things literally so yeah. now I'll pass it to you because you're Ooh. you're a pro at this <laughs> A pro, okay. <laughs> Would well, not consider myself a pro at all, but um, co-sign everything that has already been said. Um, the only other thing I would add, um, again, to to the the second part of the question, because Larissa covered all based yes. on the first part of that question, mm. just like practical mm. things. Um, I think with us being in the, I guess, not so heightened part of the pandemic, because we're very much so still in the pandemic. Um, just finding yeah. ways to put yourself in spaces where there are people, again, at your own discretion, where you're not, do whatever you feel comfortable with, but putting yourself in spaces where you see more people at one time. Like those smaller group settings are great as well. But like if there's a festival, a concert, like so many cities, especially if you live in bigger cities, there's always something happening literally all the time. Go on Facebook, find like the neighborhood community groups or whatever, just to see what's happening. There's like, so like we, we here in the DMV, I know Atlanta is just a Mecca if you're listening from across the, the ponds, if you live in big cities, even if you live in smaller towns, just the obviously you have a greater chance of connecting if there are more people in the space. So whether it's bigger church events or literally things happening out in the community, just get out there and make yeah. if you are in that season of wanting to find friends, present yourself as such. Yeah, you can't be in the corner. <laughs> at all the events. What's the point of being at the event if you're not having a nice Yeah. It's just like so I would just say those are the basic things. Cause I feel like everybody listening probably we know. Like we know. We know what we're supposed to do. This is not news to anyone yeah. at all. Um but I would say that's one of the bigger yeah. things. Just like putting yourself out there in the sense that 
like maybe it's once a month. You so see, you move to a new place once a month. You're going to find something that's a festival, whatever, and like be, just be, just be out there, connect yeah. with people. If you see somebody's outfit that you like, shoot them a compliment. I've definitely made a friend that way. I, especially, I will just say for the black girls. We will we will jump off. We will hit it off on a compliment. Girl, I love your shirt. Now we're talking about where the shirt came from. Now we're exchanging Instagrams. It is. It can be so organic. It can be so simple. So I would say that's it. Like we, you know what to do. Uh, just every so often, especially if you're an introvert, decide. Okay, this weekend I'm going to go outside. I'm going to do something, and then do it and see what happens. Yes, I love that. Yes, because I. <sighs> I feel like seasons of isolation, when I guess I guess I can't find another word for it, but seasons when you're being intentional with God, please use those seasons to also learn yourself. Because in learning yourself, what you like and dislike, what hobbies you'd like to do, you may like going to the museum and stuff. And that may be where your friend is. You may like coffee shops. That may be where your friends is. You may like the gas station. I'm just going through my intro again. Um, wherever the Lord, wherever the Lord is teaching you about him and about yourself, they may be the places where your friends may be because, you know, we are the light of the world. And I do feel like we are magnets to people in general, you have to be able to filter in the people who are supposed to be in your life. As we tend, as we touched about on here, being intentional about seeking those people that the Lord is bringing into your life. And they may not all be your friends. Um, they may be people who the Lord wants you to, I don't know, speak to him, evangelize about, or just people he wants in your life for you to just show him who he is. And that may be on loving on them or just being kind. So, yes, it's, I think the key and the theme of our conversation is spend time with the Lord. Learn about yourself. Be intentional, y'all. Community will find you. Community will find you. Um, I just want to, like, y'all, we're going to take a pause for everything that has been said. The Lord been speaking through this conversation with these ladies, which this is how our check-ins be, y'all. We literally be like, all right, the Holy Spirit is entering the chat. Literally. Literally, and I feel like that happened today. So I hope you guys took something away from it that you can apply in your lives. And like I mentioned in the beginning, I definitely do not want these ladies to leave without telling you everything that's going on in their life, but not really. Um, expounding upon some business ventures or some things maybe the Lord is teaching them. Um, so yeah, Larissa, let's talk about skin butter. Let's talk about what's going on across the pond, what the Lord is teaching you. Let the people know. L-O-L, skin butter. <laughs> Yes. Um, so I guess like a brief intro on myself. Um, my name is Larissa Sam, currently based in London. Um, I'm a doctor by background and based out of my passion for skincare and essentially creating products that I first and foremost needed and then friends and family needed. I now have a skincare line. Um, it's a luxury skincare line called Nerekhet. And we are in our very early beginnings, but starting off to a really good um, journey, honestly. And so you can find us on Instagram at shop Nerekhet. That's shop N-E-R-E-K-E-T. Um, and yeah, just place your order and get your buddy butter, okay? Because our retention rate is like almost 100%, which means everyone who's <laughs> ordered has been back. Um, and then, so I do that. And then in terms of God, 
um, or things with God. I have a monthly devotional called the Living Surrender Devotional. And for the first seven days of every month, um, we spend time practicing how to hear God's voice because don't believe the lies that you don't know how to hear God's voice. That's not true. We just finished for September. Um, I'm really excited because... There's more to come with Living Surrendered. So if you're not aware, definitely join the wait list. Join our email list. Um, there's, it's just a really great, exciting time. So that's me in a nutshell. And I'll pass it over to Naya. Naya boo. The body butter does what the body butter is supposed to do. Okay. Love it. <laughs> Period. Repeat customer over here. Um, but <laughs> hey, y'all. So my name is Danaea Vassal. That seemed to change in Jesus' name. (laughs) Um, So by background, I'm an educator, spent a few years teaching in the K-12 education space in the inner city. Um, But I since transitioned from that. um, And so my passions now are, well, my passions have always been for members of the Black diaspora, racial equity, racial justice, and also just with like a hyper focus on women because um, I, I love my sisters from every walk of life. Um, so although I don't do that in my nine to five, I, I'm still in an education space, but I'm a consultant. I do adult education. I'm an instructional systems designer. But in my spare time, I consistently um, volunteer either with nonprofits or just in other spaces where I get to support those groups that I spoke about. So again, Um, doing racial justice, doing just anything within my community and supporting women. Um, I also have a podcast uh, called the Who You Know Podcast. Um, So you can definitely check that out on Apple, uh, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and uh, Spotify. Thank you, girl. Um, and there, there is more to come. The Lord is definitely doing other things uh, in me. Uh, so stay tuned for all of that. Um, but that, yeah, that is me in a nutshell, just loving on the people. Um, if you ever want to talk about anything that I discussed, I literally my passions. Let's chat. Let Let's chat. Yes, and I'll leave all of their socials, podcasts, skin butter, all of that will be in the show description. And if you guys want more of these conversations, we are featured on Naya's podcast, the Who You Know podcast, as she mentioned. Um, So there is more of community based and not even community based, just life based advice on there um, in general. So, yes, please tap into that. And I just want to thank you, ladies, again. I feel like just so full right now and I'm just so grateful. I miss you guys and I'm not going to get emotional. Um, anyway, if you made it this far, thank you for listening. And yes, I'll talk to you guys again on the next episode. Bye.